Blade and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Oh, yeah, it is a beautiful day in the Music City. You know why? Because it's always a beautiful day in the Music City, but today's a little bit sweeter. Even though it's a little chilly outside, our hearts are warm because it is Toy Field Day. That's right, Toy Field. We do this every year. This year presented by our great friends at T-Mobile. We're at Nissan Stadium. We are going to be here, The Zone, until 6 o'clock. If you've been listening to the stadium today, we've been out here all day. Started with a nice chilly wake-up call for J. Martin Ramone and then Buck Rising. And now Blaine and Mickey hanging out here, and the zone will be here today until 6. He's taking donations. So here's, if you're new to Nashville, maybe you're new to the station, and you're like, okay, tell me about this. You know, all these OG Nashville people, they know about Toy Field, but let's tell, <laughs> let's tell any new people about it. So you bring an unwrapped toy or a gift for a senior in need. So senior citizen, bring an unwrapped toy, gift for a senior citizen. We've got a lot of blanket donations and that kind of thing, so it would be great donations for seniors. And we have a... AstroTurf field, Blaine, built, and people, we try to fill it up with gifts every year. So we're close, but the field is not full yet. And we always have to fill up the field. It's fill the field. Yeah, it's, it's getting, field it's getting close. It's getting close, too. I know you mentioned the elders in, in the blankets, but if you don't have anything, you can stop by uh, Titans Pro Shop. Yep. They have some blankets in there, and then uh, you can buy some things in there and then bring them over here uh, to Toy Field. And they have some Whatever. kids. They have kids oh, stuff. Our kids too. Yeah. They have kids stuff too. They got stuffed animals. They got, I mean, heck, buy any buy Titans football hat. You could buy anything for a kid at the pro shop. They'd love it. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any toys, maybe you're working downtown. A guy named Chris just came by. He works from home. He dropped off three skateboards. And you then you got excited and you were like, Oh man. Oh, I remember those days when I used to ride my skateboard. Jump up onto the curb. Now I break my neck. <laughs> but uh, now they got electric, uh, you know, uh, skateboards. You know, I got to do all the work. <laughs> and I told you, I lived on a gravel road. <laughs> that was your was, I lived on a gravel road. You could not ride uh, a skateboard uh, on a gravel uh, road. What, what, what did you do to, you know, manage time? I throw rocks? <laughs> well, that's what gravel is. <laughs> oh, man. No wonder you're a good quarterback. <laughs> I threw a lot of rocks. <laughs> yeah. They threw a lot of rocks. You knew how to skip them, too, right? Throw them sideways so they could skip. Look, oh, oh, I hit a button right there. Yeah. Oh, I could. You could, oh. Oh, oh man! That, that, so you kind of you throwing rocks is like you being like Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers oh, throwing a football. I was the That's how you are Mahomes of rock skipping uh, on uh, any <laughs> small catfish pond in rural Arkansas. <laughs> I could I could make it rain rocks uh, in those ponds. You know it. Uh, but you can make it rain gifts on these kids <laughs> and gifts for these seniors. Again, Lynn, our buddy at the Titans Pro Shop, said yes. tell people if they don't have anything, just pull in and park, walk over to the Pro Shop, buy something, and drop it over here. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Uh, thanks to T-Mobile and Planet Fitness, Freedom Boat Club, State Water Heaters, A.O. Smith, Two Rivers Ford, Equipment Finders Incorporated. They provided, they were clutch, heaters. Uh, Bojangles dropping breakfast off earlier this mm -hmm. morning and Uncle Bud's. Uncle Bud's. Lunch and dinner. I've already mm -hmm. eaten catfish and husk puppies. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, may, I may eat some more before mm -hmm. I go. Yeah, I, I just used the, the heaters over here just to warm it up, and it was ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. I, I just went without the hot sauce, though. <laughs> Yeah, they put two packets of hot sauce in there. <laughs> I know. I, I couldn't wait. I was so hungry. I wanted some Uncle Bud's. Did you eat the hot sauce? No, I did not. I, yeah. I, I know, and I, I usually you do. Put that S on I, 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 the break was real fast, so I had to go real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that. You, you usually Watch eat this, Uncle Bud's, then I had to follow that up with an apple. <laughs> you can catch us on Zone TV or uh, anywhere you consume this. So we asked this question earlier today. The Titans have five games left, and so we asked. What in the world is going to happen? Yeah, win-loss record, you know. Win, how many are they going to win? How many are they going to lose? We're not, you know, factoring in who's going to be healthy or not. We just, hey, we don't know. We don't know until the actual games happen. So regardless of that, who do you think is going to win these games for the Titans 
What they got? Uh, what's how many games? They got five left. Five left. They got Ooh. versus the Jaguars at the Steelers versus the 49ers versus the Dolphins. So three of them are at home. Huh. And then they finish with those old Texans in Houston in front of literally yeah. tens of people down there. Yeah. So five games left. So if you want to give us a call, seven. Six, yeah. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five will get you a bunch of people weighing in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people are, are kind of hedging their bets. By the way, it looks like my battery pack is about to die here, so I may have to grab some batteries here in a second. I see the red light on. That's kind of scaring me. So if I start saying, huh? Oh, here you come. Oh, here we go. Me and Andrew is sprinting uh, to get me some batteries. Oh, and then it'll just be me talking, then we'll be off to the races. No, you're going to be good. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. So, so Gary is kind of taking Gary on Twitter. A bunch of responses to this, by the way, at Blaine and Mickey on Twitter. Gary says, depends on who's available to play. Well, you can't do that, Gary. You got to just you got no, to get. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got, got, you got, got to roll, commit, Gary. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like that DB that didn't commit the tackle and Kenny Pickett. You you got to commit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is this is this was one uh, from my father's son on Twitter. You're not a real Titans fan if you don't think we beat Pittsburgh and San Francisco and then we wet the bed against the Dolphins, leaving an OT game with the Texans to secure some kind of playoff spot. <laughs> So there's not a lot of what? optimism there. He he thinks they're going to lose enough games that the Colts get back into this thing, and then they're battling for some kind of play. The Colts have a tough schedule, but I, I get what he's saying. Though. The Colts all around have a pretty pretty solid team, balanced team. Uh, just so happened the Titans beat them twice. So sure I don't did. know if they can really get by the Titans. Uh, and the Colts are off this week, so if the Titans win again, then they're back to essentially a three-game lead because mm-hmm. they have two games and then a, a, essentially oh, and a, a division a, game, a game too. in hand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferris says they lose to Pittsburgh. They win the other four. Uh, Ramon's nephew, John Johnson, says <laughs> win, win, lose, win, win, which that would mean he has them losing to the 49ers. Uh, TG79, TGP, says four and one. Uh, Boyd says all these games are winnable with healthy Julio and AJ. Armando kind of took the the opposite. He just sent he sent five L's. Five L. Oh, Come on, he must, he must be a Titan hater or something, man. There's no way they're gonna lose all five of these games. Let's see. Come on. He says no bio. That's all he has on his Twitter. He's wearing a Titans jacket in his Twitter picture. No. Come on. You, come on, Mm-mm. man. you got to have a little more faith in yeah. that. He might have been pulling our chain. Uh, Shane says WLLWW. Tony says they'll win out. Uh, Tony Duncan, who interacts with us a lot. Uh, Bacon Rap Gaming says WWWWW in that order. So we've got a handful of people who think they'll win all the games. We have, mm-hmm. we have one who says they will lose all of the games in Armando. Uh, but again, uh, most people kind of have them somewhere in like the four and one or three and two. And range. I think that's about right. Uh, I, I really believe that. You can just kind of pick and choose. I, I think they're going to beat the Texans and the Jaguars. So that's two right there. Well, you got to be sure. That's, that, 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 that's, that's got to happen. You got to go on a run. You got to get hot at the right time. You got to assume that some of the guys are going to get healthy. Then they'll start getting into a rhythm, whether it's this week, the third week, or whatever it is. Uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, the 49ers and the Dolphins are tougher games than uh, people want to give it. You know, two is playing really well. I think they're on a nice win streak going on right now. And the 49ers, uh, they look really good. Garoppolo, if you get him in a clutch situation, I don't think he's the guy. So if it's close and they got to do something to win it, I think the, the Titans uh, uh, get them. But we're playing them here at home, so they have to make the long travel. Yep. So I give the Titans the edge there. Uh, you never know what you're going to get with the Steelers. 
even though Big Ben is at the end. They just beat the Ravens. We know the Ravens are as good as Jackson's going to take them. Sure. That's pretty much as if he would have made a little bit of better throw. He was under pressure. They, he would have caught that, and it was over. Andrews, you know, the tight ends, great tight end. So still just, got it's, it's still the Steelers Yes, it at, is. At, at the end of the day. So that's a game you should win with the way the Steelers are playing today, uh, but you just never know because they can start believing that they are, you know, a playoff contending team. So the Jags are up next 2-10. and 10. They've lost four in a row. Trevor Lawrence has one touchdown passing in his last five games. Mm. That's what's going on with Jacksonville. Mm. Pittsburgh 6-5-1, as you, as you mentioned, Blaine. They're coming off an emotional win over Baltimore, and they still have T.J. Watt, who's yeah. just the sack machine. Well, can you name, uh, what was it, five quarterbacks win the first round? Can you name all five? I, I don't know all of them. I just know Mac Jones, Wilson, Fields, Trevor Lawrence, that's four. Who's the other guy? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah, that's a good Trey call. Lance. Yeah. All right. Now, of those, everybody's going to talk about who's doing the best. Naturally, everybody's going to say Mac Jones. Yep. Well, the reason why he's doing better Better supporting cast. Oh, yeah. Naturally, you're with the best in the business, so he's going to be hard on, on coaching you. Yep. Uh, and, by the way, you were really good and maybe should have been the better pick. Maybe you should have gone higher. But he was fortunate enough to go you know, to the team that had a really good cast around him, good running game, good offensive line. He brought in some tight ends. They had some receivers they brought in. I mean, all of a sudden now the team came together pretty quickly, yep. and his job was just to facilitate to those guys, and he gets a great protection. Yep. So he ultimately looks like the best one right now. Uh, I don't know if he will be carrying on, but I was a big fan of his, and I liked him. Uh, I liked his attitude. I, I liked his ability. He can make all the throws. I don't think I was worried about is was he mobile enough? And you know, and I would say he's more mobile than Tom Brady was when he first came out. That's what I'm comparing to, not to Tom Brady today, but when he came out. Uh, and that's what you want to look at, and. Uh, He's shown that. But his acumen is the most valuable asset that he has, and he's a sharp cookie, and you knew that instantly, uh, even when he was at Alabama. You could tell. Mm-hmm. And but guess what? Tua hurts Mac Jones. If you had to redo it for the NFL, who was the guy you would pick to be your quarterback? And I would even like the Bama fans to weigh in on that. Well, that's a Ooh, good question. Because I'm sure they would probably say, I would guess Tua, but, man, in the pros, Mac Jones is – is, is the better quarterback. And that shows you the difference between college and pro just right there. Just think all three of those guys, and I bring them up, they were all on the same team. Well, and, and then the next guy's going to win the Heisman. <laughs> Brock Sean. Uh, oh, my so he's, God. He's going to win the Heisman. Four I mean, in a row. Yeah. Who, whoever thought Nick Saban was going to be quarterback you? Is, <laughs> Guru. <man. laughs> I mean, he went away from caretakers to NFL quarterbacks, you know. Oh, man. All right, we can get back to this in the final segment. We'll go through. We'll pick the games. Jags at Pittsburgh, 49ers, Miami uh, at Texans to wrap things up. So we'll pick through those five games in the final segment. When we come back, though, Coach Mack is set to join us. It's the Mack Attack next Talking Titans. Toy Field Day right here at Nissan Stadium. Blaine and Mickey. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Hanging out at Toy Field today. Beautiful day. Awesome day at Nissan Stadium. Always love being here, taking part of this great event. Collecting toys and gifts for seniors. We'll be here today until 6 o'clock, so come on by and uh, bring a gift by. If you don't have anything, the Titans Pro Shop said they will happily sell you a toy or a gift that you could give to a senior, so you can make it all one stop 
shopping here today. Coach Mack joins us now for his weekly visit, as we like to refer to it as the Mack Attack. Coach Mack, how in the world are you doing today? Mickey Blaine, I'm doing good. You guys are doing good work down there gathering those toys. That's a tremendous event that 104.5 The Zone has. And every year that I've been down there, uh, they always fill that field up, and I'm sure that you're doing the same thing today. We are, Coach Mack, and uh... – Anytime you do an appearance, and I hear you reference this all the time, just about how much you love the fans here and, and how much you know how much they love football and you love that about them and they love the Titans, but we know this too. When this radio station or anybody puts out a call and says, guys, we could really use some help, nobody steps up like Middle Tennessee, Coach. It's amazing. No, it really is, and it's something that's real. I mean, that's something that's real easy to say, but in reality, those of us that have lived here, for quite a while we we know it i mean we've lived here and and just seen it time and time again sometimes uh not not because it's only when disasters hit but it's when any any time anybody asks for help here i was here in 2010 with the flood we just went through a, a tornado here recently but then all of these things that, that have to do i was just at a breakfast this morning and then a, a, a dinner meeting a lunch meeting today with two different uh, charities that i'm going to help you know get involved with, with with some charitable functions after the season's over with and and people are just willing to do it here not only not only here in nashville but in the whole state of tennessee i mean the volunteer state really means something but but here people are willing to step up and help and i know that that's a tremendous success down there again today coach this is not something that i that i i watch a lot of wishbone football in the 80s uh, larry lacewell's arkansas state teams and you know, I saw some games where they didn't really have any uh, desire to throw the football. We saw that in an NFL game last night. I know the conditions were tough, but the Patriots won an NFL game. They threw three times. That was fascinating to watch. Yeah, it was power O. Blaine will know what I'm talking about. It was power O football, I formation, power O football. Lead the, lead the fullback and the guard up in the same hole. And then what they started doing is cutting back in the power O when the will linebacker from the opposite side was trying to get over to be the extra defender on the strong side. They started cutting back, you know, where the cutback is on that. Now look, it was, it was power football. And clearly that's what Bill Belichick had in mind all week, knowing what the circumstances were going to be. And, and Buffalo just couldn't stop it. There's nothing worse that, as, as a defensive football team than not being able to stop the run because Sooner or later, when people are pounding at you like they got pounded on, it takes your soul. It really take, it takes your soul right out of you. And the other thing that it does, puts an extreme amount of pressure on your offense because time of possession really starts tilting towards your opponent if they're hammering the ball on you. And that, to me, was just, that was just straight in-your-face football. Here we come. I don't care what you say. Here we come. They moved the, they moved the X receiver down, you know, tight to let him – to let him block, and then when everybody started ganging up on the inside, they started tossing the ball outside. It was a really uh, – uh, here's what I give Bill Belichick and, and Josh McDaniel a lot of credit for. They stuck with it. They stuck with it the whole game. And so it was interesting. And all they wanted to do was to come out of Buffalo with a win, and they did it. And I tell you what, they are in Buffalo's head right now. Coach Mack is in our show right now. He's talking to us, giving us the – Mac attack right here on Blaine and Mickey. Well, let's just stick with that game, Coach. Had you ever been involved? I thought the weather was going to be bad. I had no idea. When they were doing a pregame, like, oh, man, the wind and, and the weather and everything else. I'm sure back in your day, when, especially with the Bears, I'm sure you played in something similar to that or, or, you know, I guess describe of something similar that you 
coached in that it affected the game and the game plan even going into the game? Well, Blaine, you know that I always have off the top of my head something, you know, something. If anybody asks you about games in the National Football League, because I've been Mm -hmm. doing it for so long. Halloween night, the night the Bears retired Dick Butkus and Gail Sayers' jersey, it was sleeting and blowing straight sideways. Craig Hendrick was a punter for the Packers. He got the game ball from the Packers because he was able to kick it for 20 yards. It was was (laughs) unbelievable. No, I'm I'm serious. Ask Craig about it next time you see him. He got the game ball. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, uh, our our punter Maury Buford punted one, and I say ours because I was with the Bears. Punted it one time, and it went back over his head. And so, look, have I been involved in one like that? Yes, I have. It's not fun. Oh man, I I don't know if that was the actual game. I was trying to remember as a child uh, watching the game. It was fall, the Fog Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So what game was that? Who were the Bears Eagles. playing then? The that, that was a playoff. That was a play. No, no, that right. was a playoff game. That was yeah. That was the Bears and, and the Eagles in the playoff game. You know when uh, Buddy Ryan, God rest his soul, brought the Eagles mm-hmm. in, circled the stadium three times, honking the horn because you know he and Mike <laughs> Ditka had a little thing. Yeah. And so I mean that was that was a the thing about that was though. See. That nasty game that I just talked about in Halloween at the Bears against the Packers, and that game we watched last night, you knew that weather was coming from the jump. Mm-hmm. That, that game, the Fog Bowl, which is an infamous game in the National Football League, the weather was perfect when we went out there to start the game. It was perfect in pregame. It was clear. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was up in the, I was up in the, in, in the booth then, and I thought there was a fire in the parking lot. It just started rolling in over the top of the stadium. And within minutes, you couldn't see anything. Yeah, I remember the CBS crew coming next door to me saying, hey, coach, can you see anything down there? I said, no. And they said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going downstairs. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you because the TV cameras, you couldn't even see hardly uh-huh. the players. And so I'm imagining if you're, you're a coach up there and you're, you're calling down like plays and telling them, you know, whatever you need to do, that you had no idea what you could see, so you couldn't see anything. So, man, could that was a crazy a game. I, I, still, I still remember Singletary down there on the field. You know, before I came down, I was talking to him. I said, Mike, tell me what you can see. He said, Coach. About ten yards in front of me. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. We all with Coach Mac giving us the Mac attack. Now that the Titans had a bye week, did you even watch some football? And if you did, how do you watch football as a coach? Do you watch it as a coach or a fan? And do you get mad at the TV like, man, why did that player do that? Why did the the coach make that decision? Why did the referees make that knucklehead call? I mean, how do you watch the games? Well, you know what I do? I, I, I chart games when I watch them on, oh. on television, and I, I, I chart opponents that we will be playing or, you know, that I know will be in our near future. I mean, I absolutely do. I don't get mad at them because, I, you know, I, I, I don't get mad because I, I can't waste my oxygen on that. But what I do do <laughs> is, I, is sometimes I will put question marks down by certain points during the game, going mm-hmm. not, not, not to say it was a good or bad decision, just wondering why. You know, and then, and then mm-hmm. you know, in the future, you know, try to find out, you know, why, why they did it and also see what ramification it had on the game. So, yes, I watch games. I did not, I did not go. I, I was, I was uh, uh, given the opportunity to go do the national game, that, that, the, the game that we were just getting ready to play, the Jaguars and the Rams out in L.A. I declined because, you know, I didn't want to spend nine hours on a flight again, you know, to L.A., you know, twice in the same right. year. And so you know, I, I sat, I sat and watched most of them. Charted the game with the Rams and and, and the Jaguars. Uh, 
you know, so yes, I, I watched all of them because at this time of year, you guys both know this, and, and so do our listeners because they, they understand what's going on. These next five games, these next five weeks, I mean, it, it's coming down to a five-week season. And so everything has an, an implication on something else. So, yeah, I was very involved this weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it. I guess kind of give us an overview because I watched the Jaguars a little bit in that game, and I just felt like, man, they look flat. They didn't have really any playmakers. And I don't know if it's the style of offense they're running or what. Kind of give us what to expect from the Jaguars, let's say, uh, playing the Titans here at Nissan Stadium. Well, I think they have, I think they have more weapons overall uh, mm-hmm. you know, than, 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 than what are doing. And, and early in that ball game. You know, look. You know, the the Rams came out had a had a had a had a sixty yard kickoff return to open up the game, and then right. the, the, the you know were able to score. So it, it was some field position things. But early in that ball game, it was still it was still you know a, a tight football game. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Again, I put a question mark down. Uh, you know, Robinson uh, uh, fumbled the ball. Of course, you know Aaron Donald came in there and punched the ball away from Robinson. Yeah, great play. His first mm-hmm. carry. His first carry, and then they took Robinson out of the game. Well, Robinson's a really good back, and I'm not coaching the Jags, but I, I don't know why he didn't play until right at the end. I mean, it was, I know he's been nursing some injuries, but it didn't make much sense to me that they took him out after one play, didn't play the rest of the game. You know, Carlos Hyde carried the load as far as a runner in that game, and then they put him back in for two plays at the end of the game. So I don't know what mm. we're supposed to expect there. But, but look, uh, Trevor Lawrence, to me, guys, still has got – all the ability and everything that you need to be a franchise to be a franchise quarterback in this league. And what happened in that game, just like a lot of other games, guys, once the score gets separated, then all of a sudden you're playing a different brand of football than what you wanted to go in there to play. That's why the score got that's why the score got run away at thirty seven seven at the end. Early in that ball game, it wasn't like that. Mm, no doubt about it. I, I guess, Coach, you know, I was looking at the schedule, and I go, man, they got a bye week. Oh, this is a perfect time. They got some injuries. They need to heal up and everything. Then I go look and see when they, now when they play, and I said, uh-oh, they have three games in the next 12 days. <laughs> Should they have another bye? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, th- this year has been unusual, and, and I mean, we've, we've talked, you know, we, we have talked about it on the air. I know, I know that the the, the team doesn't talk about it, and if I were coaching, I wouldn't talk about it either, nor in the locker room, because there's not anything you do can do about it. You've got to overcome it. But it, it's been an unprecedented year for injuries, you know, for the Titans. You know, we all know that. Hopefully we will st- – and, again, I mean, the, the guys that were either put on injured reserve or that were, were nursing some injuries, hopefully we can start to get some of those guys back because we're going to need – some of those dudes, and you guys know mm-hmm. it, and I know it, and, and they know it, you know, for this next stretch. And, look, nobody is looking ahead, and, and, and I know this as a lifetime coach. You know this as a lifelong player. Nobody looks ahead to anything other than what's happening this week because there's a whole lot that's, that's important about week-to-week success now with five weeks left. And so, yeah, I hope they get, I hope they get some guys back. I mean, I'll be at practice, you know, this week watching and seeing who they have back. But uh, the thing that the, the, the real truth to all of it is, regardless of who they do have, and they've been through a lot of players, 86 to this point, which is uh, just an incredible amount of players, it, no matter who they have playing on Sunday here in Nissan against Jacksonville, we've got to win the game. Yeah, no doubt about that. That's ultimately the goal is to win. But, Coach, talk a little bit about chemistry, especially quarterback to wide receiver, because I saw it evident even in the New England game and that they, that they lost was with Hollister, you know, at quarterback, I mean, at wide receiver, that he has still had chemistry from his time here with the Titans. So 
Talk about, let's say, if we start getting, let's say, Julio or A.J. Brown or whoever, maybe how do you create that chemistry and speed up that process? Or can you even speed that up? Well, you know, you can't speed it up. You just have to do mm-hmm. it in practice. It's reps in practice, as you well know, and the more that you can be together. And, and it's, look, just let's, let's relate it to what you did for years in the secondary. How much difference did it make, Blaine, all of a sudden when you had just one guy out of four missing? Or one guy out of five. Oh, a lot for me. You know, with all the, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with all the adjustments and everything that you have to make. And then start taking two and three out of that group of five, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so, I mean, they've gone really deep, you know, in, in, into, into some of their, their personnel as far as, as at the receiver position. They've gone really deep into there. And the guys that have stepped up, they've done the best that they yes. could. It's not mm-hmm. that their effort is not really good. It's just it does make a difference. And so the only thing that, that, that helps any of that is time spent together, and time spent together is you need to be healthy out there to do it. No doubt about it. We're on with Coach Mack giving us the Mack attack. Dave McGinnis, that's right, brought to you by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage and affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They got you covered, just like Coach Mack has us covered each and every week with the Mack attack. So, Coach, big story about the last couple of games. Obviously, the Titans have turned it over nine times, but they haven't forced any over the last two games. So that's a minus nine turnover margin. Let me ask you this. As a coach, would you try to implement any new things in practice to change those trends? Or at this point in the season, do you just try to do a better job of what you've already been doing in coaching? Well, I mean, you've, you've got to do a better job. Because I can tell you this, and again, not giving away, you know, any, any details about what I get to see at practice, but they have individual every day. They work on taking it away, and they sure. work mm-hmm. on protecting it every Fundamentals. day. Fundamentals, every, yep. every day. Yeah, they got a fundamental period. It's what Mike Vrabel and his staff do a tremendous job. They have mm-hmm. fundamental periods every day during the season, which I really like, because some teams don't. But, it, but he and his staff do. So they work on it all the time. They con- consistently work on it, and you get look, when you turn it over nine times and you get zero, your chances of winning go exponentially down unless something very, very strange happens. And so that's a must going into this next ball game is is ball security, and then look, it, it's turnovers when it happens to you offensively. It's takeaways on defense, right? And, right. and you've got to you've got to legitimately work on takeaways a, a lot of different ways. But then you have to you have to make the plays when they come to you in the game. Because when the plays come to you in the game to take it away, you got to make it. But you have a chance. When you have the ball in your possession, you have to protect it. And that's anybody that has the ball in their possession. But the, your, to answer your question about working on it, they work on it every day. They've worked on it every day since OTAs. Mike Vrabel said the Titans, Coach, he said they want to try to practice with some speed in December. And I know you've talked about they basically just had to – skeleton crew practices together because they didn't have enough bodies how much do you think this bye week and some guys getting some time to heal will help them practice with that speed that mike vrabel is talking about mickey i'll have to see when i get out there to practice and see who's on the field yeah i mean that's that that's when i'll know and here's the other thing too and and and, and mike vrabel and his medical staff todd torcelli and you know and frank perino and, and the doctors they're, they're you're not going to put a guy out there that's been out for a while and immediately have him going you know full out to try to max out, you know, what his speed is on his GoPro. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be a gradual buildup, even for those guys that are returning. But to answer your, to answer the question or to reaffirm the statement that you made, there's been, there's been times through this stretch where Mike Vrabel has had to be very creative with the way he's practices just Mm -hmm. to get guys out there so that they can get practice time in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know you, you used the word masterful a couple of weeks ago. Literally said he's done a masterful job of just putting practices together 
in a, in a way to make Amazing. practice work. Yeah. yeah, tip the cap to the coaching staff, no doubt. Coach Dave McGinn is our guest here on Blind and Mickey Talking well, Titans. Well, I guess one more question for you, and it's kind of, you know, sure. a curveball type question, Coach, so take it with a grain of salt. You know, let's have some fun Mickey, with it. Mickey, wait. Uh, hey, 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 Blaine, wait a minute. Uh-oh. I was a really good, I was a really good baseball player. I can hit a curve, so throw it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if you were coaching in the modern day like right now, how would you use social media as a head coach to get your message out there, whatever it may be? Or would you use it at all? I would hire the, I would hire the best social media person that I knew that I trusted and said, <laughs> you run it, and if anything untowards come off of it, you're fired. <laughs> oh, man, spoken like a true that's coach. Exactly, that's exactly what I would do. Meg, would you have ever imagined that social media would be a part of this framework where, you know, instant uh, news as a coach and your interviews and everything else, man, who would have imagined that? I mean, man, nobody could have saw that coming. It's it's a different world. But, I mean, you know, I mean, I've been through a lot of changes in the National Football League. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I first started, there was no free agency and no salary cap. So we had the same guys for years and years and years on our team. I mean, but you've got to to adapt with the times, which, you know, if you're going to survive, that's what you have to do. And that's, you know, it's clearly, it's what's going on now. So that's what, that's what you do. You just, I think with anything though, you know, uh, involving your team, whether it's now or whether it's 35 years ago, discretion is always important because what's important what is important at the end of the day, and you know this as well as I do, Blaine, is the, is, the, is the tone and the timber that's in your locker room. That's what's important. And those players have to know, regardless of what go, is going on, the man that's leading them is extremely honest with us all the time. That's what the plus is. Yeah, no doubt about it. And to add to that, the modern-day athlete is a lot more sensitive to information that gets out there, especially if it's social media by a coach and can take things the wrong way even though it wasn't intended that way. So I think a lot of coaches got to be really careful in how they present things, and, and that's why you hire somebody that will do that. <laughs> well, that's why I say I would, I, would, I, would, I would put a layer between me and that, and then I would say you've got a great job here. Here's a lot of money. Really do it good. If you don't, you're gone. That's the end of the story. See you. And with that being said, Coach Mack is gone, giving us the Mack attack. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, thanks guys. Always enjoy it. See you. Yes, sir. The one and only Dave McGinnis right there, Coach Mack. All right, we got into this in the first segment of the second hour. We want to do this when we come back. Let's pick the last five Titans games, win or lose. How do you think they do down the stretch? You can join us. A bunch of people have still been tweeting in their projections and predictions at Blaine and Mickey, or you can call in 615-737-1045. How do the Titans finish up? We'll finish our show with that next on Blaine and Mickey. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Beautiful day here in Nashville. Tell us we're helping people. You're helping people. Toy Field presented by T-Mobile, Nissan Stadium. Remember, The Zone will be on site here until 6 o'clock today. The East Concourse. Think, the East Concourse is on the East Nashville side, right? Gate 1 is where we are. You can drop off the toys. Somebody will run out and get them if you need them to. If you don't have any toys, go to the pro shop, buy something, or a gift for a senior citizen, we're taking those as well as we build our field of toys. Here. Yeah, and if you don't know east, west, north, and south like me, just right next to the pro shop. Yeah. <laughs> that just to make it real easy. If you know where the pro shop is, you got to know where the pro shop is. 100%. That's the simplest way to remember it. If you know where to just look for the pro shop, that's good, good advice from the hitman. 
Uh, we're going to rescue <laughs> Christmas. We're going to create some miracle moments for families in our community, along with our friends at the Salvation Army. Thanks to T-Mobile, our presenting sponsor. Uh, I've had a great time hanging out with those guys lately. Planet Fitness Freedom Boat Club, State Water Heaters. Get you a State Water Heater, as the commercial says. A.O. Smith, Two Rivers Ford. Equipment Finders Incorporated, they've got some great portable heaters if you need something. Boy, they've kept us warm today. Bojangles, Ooh, yeah. I, I, I love me some Bojangles. And Uncle Bud's. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, you can even, there's still some Uncle Bud's and some Bojangles left. Yeah. You want to come by and get some. Yeah, uh, some donuts still over there, too, though. I may have to have one of those before we go. All right. So we got a few minutes left. The Titans have got five games left in the season. they mm-hmm. got five games left. Sometimes you and me will talk through and think how, you know, how is this going now, to go? You always win, too, by the way, on win-losses. I, I never win. I'm not, I don't, I don't I, know. I, that's why I don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I went, oh, I overthink it every time. Well, let's talk through it. Lucas uh, is back in the studio. Yeah, if he but, wants to jump in. Yeah, look, look, also introduce Lucas, who this is in the studio with his with his hat on backwards, looking really cool. Or you can introduce yourself. Yeah. Man, uh, that Lucas is training, and that, that means, uh, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, yeah, what's going on? I'm Mac Moore. Yeah, Lucas stepped out here, so, uh, yeah, I'm in here. What's going on? We yeah. have two Mac attacks now, oh, Coach okay. Mac and Mac. <laughs> whoa, 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 you got to give us the 411 on you, uh, you know, like uh, where, where you from or school or something. Give us more than just your name. Come on, man. Okay, yeah, so I graduated from Knoxville, actually, with Lucas a couple years behind him. But, yeah, I'm uh, – here now, uh, just part-time board op man. I was working radio uh, over in Wyoming, and now I'm back here in Nashville. So I've lived here for quite some time. Okay, real quick. Wyoming? You Wyoming. just going to slip that in? Like, oh, man, no, I like that because <laughs> I want to ask you, you know, they talk about, you know, you know, the, you know, the elevation and everything. Does that really play a part in, like, when <laughs> the teams play there? You know, I, I know people said that when we went to Denver, but I didn't want to buy into it until it got, like, fourth quarter, and I was, like, exhausted. But, yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, uh, the air and the ball is more condensed. It's going to fly differently when you kick it and when you throw it. And, yeah, oh. I mean, the wind's just way more unpredictable. I mean, you look at last night's game with the wind. I mean, that's that's a pretty common occurrence in the Northwest. Ah, cool. Good info. I like yeah. it out there. Yeah, well, homie, it's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, hey, I need to get out there more often, man. All right, so let's do this. Titans' final five opponents. Let's just go through this. How do you think they finish? Starting with the Jags. And we're going to start with you, Mickey, because you, you're a good luck charm. Okay, you have, to, you have to beat the Jags. Oh, no, that's a must. That's a must. I mean, if yeah, you, don't, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't beat the Jags, especially after the last two weeks you've had around here. But it, like always, you get after them early, and then they're okay. Yeah. Well, I was saving that one for the Texans. That's going to be the last one. Well, they're going, they, they already packed up and ready to go home, so that, that, that's a no-brainer. The Jags don't really do And the Titans are going to be pissed off that they got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, that, 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 that one there... If I was gambling, I'm W. <laughs> Texans W? Yeah, that's a W. They, right, well, I don't want to hear nothing about uh, the Texans. No, not, not that time. Okay. Well, Sorry, Charlie. All right, so we're going to bookend already. We're going to say beat the Jags, beat the Texans. So and that's you two. owe the Texans one. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Who beat so you, you got great motivation there for your own team. Both yeah. of them are 2-10 and ten right now. The Jags have lost four in a row. Trevor Lawrence, one touchdown in his last five games. He's a talented dude. But it has been a tough go on a bad team. But, but everybody knows I don't look at records. I look at matchups. I know. Uh, and teams knowing your familiarity and everything else. And those two teams know them, but they're just they're not there yet. So if you lose those games, that would really that would burn my, my chest. Uh, I, yeah, it would burn me. So I can't imagine if, what Vrabel would be burning. Well, let's don't let anything burn on the hitman here. Uh, at Pittsburgh. Probably like his, my butt cheeks was burning over there at that fire thing over there. So, so you could technically get you could technically get Bud Dupree back for Pittsburgh week. You could have... You could have 
Uh, Stop Julio. with the if, with shoulda, coulda, woulda stuff. I'm going to go Mac attack on you. I, I, I'm just trying to make you <laughs> feel good about this. What is nuts and butts and what is and nuts and candy and butts. <laughs> Something like, Yeah, it's one of those combinations of nuts and butts. Okay, to Pittsburgh. I don't care who they have. The Titans have a talented team. It doesn't matter. At Pittsburgh, they beat Baltimore last week. Uh, big rivalry game. Big, Mm-hmm. And people don't remember that, but once upon a time, that was the game. It was oh, yeah, Pittsburgh and the Titans, yeah. the Oilers before mm-hmm. that. Yeah, played in the AFC Central. They, you know about like, what, what was that? Yeah, yeah, kids don't know. But yeah. there was once upon a time a thing called the AFC Central, kids. Uh, Pittsburgh, how do you think about Pittsburgh? It's at Pittsburgh, right? At Pittsburgh. It, it, you got to. But this team, they have to beat Pittsburgh. I, I know it's the Steelers, but it doesn't matter. The Steelers aren't what they are. I mean, uh, and Ben isn't. So, don't make him believe that he's got one more hurrah going on here. So, no, they got to get that one. Okay. They're the better team. So, w, even on the road. W, all right. Then the 49ers come here. Now, hey, the 49ers scare me. They the only want- thing that doesn't scare me is Garoppolo in the clutch. Now, throughout the regular part of the game, I think he's really good. But when they need to make that play, like I watched the uh, Seahawks game, mm-hmm. he should have made a better throw. He, yeah. it, they had a shot of winning that. It got tipped and game over. So it was, it was him, and then he threw an interception, and he felt pressure and just whipped it across the middle of the field against cover three. Diggs got him. Which even I know, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, so I, I'm going a win. But I, I like where they're going, and they're headed in their run game, so we better be on top of our game. That's at home, too. So, yeah, nobody beats us in our house. Okay. So we're, we're I mean, we picked the first three W's and a W to end. So all that's left. Miami, they're six and seven, but they've won five straight. Their defense has given up eleven points a game yeah. over the last five games. They played really well. Now they played the Giants, they played the Jets, but still the Jets beat the Titans. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who they play, they're giving up eleven points per game over the last five games. And they've won five straight. Second hottest team in the NFL behind Patriots. Yeah. Well it, this one here it, but it's at home, right? It is at home. Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, you you picked the last one. The Dolphins. You picked the Dolphins. The I mean, fans. I mean, who you, you got, Mickey? Unless you want to change one of my other picks. No, you can't. We're, we're, we're riding with We're riding. I don't know if they're going to win five in a row. <laughs> I don't know if they so maybe that's, I, I would love to, though. I maybe, think they're capable. Maybe that's the L, then? Yeah, maybe. All right. Four and one down the stretch. That's what yeah. we got. Tweet us yours at Blaine and Mickey. But right now, I hear the Eagles playing in the background. That means it's time to go. Yep. And Toy Field, come join us. That's six fun. o'clock. Bring yes, some sir. gifts for the elderly and the youth. But as always, Mickey, have a great day on Tuesday. And what, Mickey? You know it. Peace!